Hello and welcome to the Icelandic Horse Podcast. Today's program, you're going to meet uh, Miriam and Anna. And we are the ones behind the podcast. So I'm Anna. And I'm Miriam. Welcome to my kitchen, where we are at the moment. Yeah. So who is Miriam? I am a person who loves horses. I grew up just next to a riding school in Sweden, in Falun. And uh, I loved the horses from childhood. Um, I didn't really want to ride, but I wanted to be with the horses and take care of them and, and to just be be around them. But then eventually I started to ride and on non-gated horses, just regular ponies. Um, and I continued by working in the riding school and I did an education to be a riding teacher. So I worked at the riding school for a couple of years. But in the mid-90s, I found the Icelandic horse and started riding Icelandic horses. Um, And then I continued by working with Icelandic horses for a while, together with uh, world champion Johan Hegberg, among others. And uh, I did that for a few years, but people always ask, why don't you get an education? When are you going to stop playing around with the horses? So I did. I got an education. I went to medical school and became a doctor. And I worked as a doctor for a few years or 10 years or so and realized that that was not for me. So now I'm back working with horses again. So I work with, um, I work at the breeding farm Knutsytan here in Sweden. And I also uh, work as a riding teacher for people who have their own horses, trainer for them. Mm-hmm. People yeah. like me, people like you, yeah. you are my trainer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's a, a bit about me. Trainer. Yeah. And Anna, who is Anna? I started riding uh, at neighbor when I was like five years old, and there wasn't any riding school in my village, so we had a small little pony that we tried to get to move. He, most of the time he wanted to eat grass, <laughs> so he didn't get so far. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, it was a horse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, the, f- the family moved uh, from the v- uh, village. So uh, when I was 10, I got my own horse from my parents. So I'm self-trained. Yeah, did they know uh, anything about horses? They didn't know anything about horses. Mm-hmm. The horse that I got was kind of wild. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I got like half an hour away from the farm and then she threw me off and then she <laughs> walked home and then I had to walk home. And yeah. So that was kind of my uh, riding school. Mm-hmm. But still my interest grew and stayed with me. Mm-hmm. So I continued to ride horses. Um, until I got my kids I have three sons then uh, it was like maybe 10 years that I didn't do any riding at all almost mm-hmm. or very, very little um, but after that I started up again uh, and then I started with Icelandic horses most mm-hmm. um, after that we've been to Iceland for a weekend Mm. and met these lovely horses. Um, so I don't have any 
real education. I've been doing a lot of training for a lot of uh, different trainers uh, the last 15 years-ish, and I still do. Mm -hmm. I got myself like five horses at home, mm -hmm. and I work with education. Yeah, because the horses are not your job. No, no. it's not. Mm -hmm. No. So I work with education uh, during the days, and then the horses the rest of the day, mm -hmm. and the weekends and everything. Mm -hmm. I live in, on a little farm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you've been competing a bit with your horses as well. Yeah, I like pace races. Pace races in start boxes. Yeah, that's my thing. <laughs> what's I really the, love it. What's the thing about that? Um, it gives a lot of adrenaline. Mm -hmm. I like adrenaline. Mm. <laughs> I like I like the speed. Yeah, and everyone That's who knows Anna thing. knows that she loves speed in any way, in in any, mm -hmm. in every way. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So, um, yeah, mm -hmm. that, that's me. And this podcast was your idea. Yeah. yeah. How uh, did you come up with that? Well, there were some podcasts, a lot of post podcasts, and I was uh, searching for one about Icelandic horses. Mm -hmm. Because I wanted to know more, and I had a big lack of knowledge mm -hmm. about the Icelandic courses, mm -hmm. and I'm sort of too shy to ask people that uh, are really good at it. So uh, I was searching for a podcast about Icelandic courses. There were podcasts about horses, but not Icelandic courses. Mm -hmm. um, so I thought that would be a Good idea to start it up. Yeah. Yeah. And then I met you. Yeah. And I asked you if you wanted to join. And I said, what is a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> and I explained it to you. Yeah. And then we started up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now we have like 180 programs. Mm -hmm. uh, and a whole bunch of programs that's recorded that's not uh, published, published yet. yet. Mm -hmm. And we also complement each other quite well, because even though I didn't know what a podcast was, I know a lot of people in the Icelandic horse world from working with Icelandic horses for such a long time. Mm -hmm. And you have all the technical knowledge and experience and know a lot of people who who are into, who knows these technical things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then it's uh, sort of another thing uh, to meet up with people and say, hello, I'm Anna, I'm from the Icelandic Course podcast, can I do an interview? And mm. almost everyone says yes. Mm. Um, they are very friendly and mm. very, very humble. Yeah. Uh, and uh, if, if I'm not in that role for the Icelandic Course podcast, uh, I can't ask. It's difficult to yeah, go it's much, to people yeah, and ask you. Much more difficult mm. to to talk to them mm, mm. but if, when I have that role mm. uh, it's okay mm. it's strange but it's mm. then then have all of these questions mm. and this podcast is originally in Swedish but there are so many interesting topics in English that we want to know more about and so many people that we want to interview that don't speak Swedish so we have decided to do an English version
And shall we talk a bit about the aim and the goal with the Icelandic Horse podcast? Yeah. We have on our website, we have written the Icelandic Horse, your source of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Because that is sort of the thing. We want to, we want to know. We're driven by our curiosity. That's the thing that we've often been talking about. We're so curious and we want to know. And it's such an such a privilege to just be able as you said to go up to people and ask what you want to know mm. and that's the thing that we want to spread the the just to, to increase the knowledge of Icelandic horses both for people with Icelandic horses but also to people with non-gated horses mm. to let them know what, what why they should <laughs> why they should try why they should join us in yeah. in the Icelandic horse world yeah. um and and just to show this this the the horsemanship and the pride about the, the culture horse and the culture surrounding the horse not mm-hmm. just the horse but everything around the Icelandic horse i think it's fantastic we've been to iceland mm. uh, a couple of times mm. thanks to horses of iceland mm. uh, and it's a whole country around yeah. the icelandic horse everything you can take every yeah. any mm. other breed they don't have the whole country around yeah. it. <laughs> There's like, so much pride yeah. in the Icelandic horse. Yeah. They're so proud of it. Yeah. And it's beautiful to see. Yeah. yeah. Really. And and it's such a it's it goes through the whole the whole community in a way. I mean families ride together and mm. and 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 the yeah. communities put up uh, with land mm. for uh, riding holes and stable mm. areas mm. and mm. riding tracks. Mm. That's mm. that's amazing. I mean, in it's, Sweden we have it's heaven. Yeah, we have a road for cars and we have a road for bikes. Yeah. but in Iceland they have a road for cars and the road for horses. Yeah. next to it, that's fantastic. Everything is is made for horses. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's really amazing. Yeah, so this this culture surrounding the Icelandic horse is something that we really want to to show people. Mm. Everyone is always so nice when we do interviews. I mean, I don't think anyone has said no to an interview. But who who if you have to pick one interview that you've made that is a favorite, what would that be? Of the ones oh, that you've it's made, so hard. So there are so special many of them. But I remember one Easter, uh, we had an Easter uh, lunch at home at my parents and I had to go home because I were going to do an, an interview with Sigi Sein via Skype. Uh, and I was so nervous. Mm. <laughs> the big, the one and only yeah. Sigi Sein. Uh-huh. It was, uh, and, and he was sitting there and could see him uh, in my computer mm. uh, and <laughs> and sitting there talking to him yeah it was uh, surreal yeah, yeah, yeah it was surreal it was that's really nice yeah there's so many of them and they mm. are so kind and they are so humble and they are so always fantastic. willing to share yeah. their knowledge that's really yeah. important and nice yeah. i think so mm. it's sort of strange to just take one mm. yeah i agree <laughs> uh, because there's so many mm. all of them mm Really are special mm. in their way, mm. um, and I remember when we did a Christmas calendar. Yeah, and I interviewed um, Ia about Ia her horse. Home. Yeah, yeah, mm. and I was crying when she was um, telling about uh, Diva, her mare, mm. fantastic horse, yeah. and the story. Mm. It was so fantastic and it was so sad. Mm. 
Um, yeah, that's mm, um, special too. Mm. That question that we had um, about what has this horse meant to you? Mm. That is really that was one of the most interesting questions I think that 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 we've been asking because everyone I think almost without exception everyone paused and and almost everyone got a bit of tears in their in their mm. eyes mm. in in thankfulness and and mm. in, in appreciation of mm. these wonderful horses yeah. that mean so much to us mm. in so many different ways. Mm. So that's, no, that's, that's that nice. was my favorite question yeah. to ask. One of my favorite interviews, or as you say, it's really, really difficult to, to choose because they are all very interesting. But one that I would like to pick is with um, Gudrun Stefansdottir, mm-hmm. the, um, who did her thesis on physiological response to exercise. Yeah. And she did this study up in Holar, and we were there in Holar. Yeah, I almost uh, didn't get you away from there. <laughs> <after> the <interview. laughs> yeah. And just to be there in, in Holar, in this university, and also being a doctor and interested in, in physiology in general and, and training physiology in horses in particular, mm-hmm. to be able to ask her all these questions and to go into details, and, and I could just talk to her endlessly. It was really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, as it is in many interviews, but that was very special to me to be able to ask her. The Icelandic Horse podcast is not a a podcast about riding only. It's about what? Everything. (laughs) (laughs) Everything, yeah. Sort of. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. It's about horses. It's about training. It's about water mm. we try, we try to, to talk about all aspects yeah. of having horses in general and Icelandic horses in in mm. particular mm. so we interview a lot of famous people or mm. or um, experienced riders and trainers mm. and we talk to veterinarians breeders, breeders mm. um, and we try to to have episodes for all different types of riders. I mean, I'm not really fond of, of categorizing riders into competition riders or leisure riders or whatever. But but we try to to give a wide spectrum of subjects so that everyone could find something that, that would fit them. Mm. I have sort of a dream interview as well to do. Uh, okay. I was... I, I had planned on going on a long adventure with my horses last this summer. summer yeah. yeah, unfortunately the weather had was so extreme that I had to cancel it. Mm. But I still dream on doing a, a real adventure with my horses to go on a really long ride, mm. and I would so much like to talk to to some adventurers mm. uh, who have done this, perhaps not as within the riding sport but but what drives an adventurer's mind to go on an adventure why is it sometimes difficult to realize your dreams and and to go through with the adventures Mm. a lot of people dream about doing things with their horses and a lot of people often it just stops with having a dream Mm. Uh, and how how do you go from a dream to an adventure that Mm. that would be one of my my interviews that I would love to do. Mm-hmm. So that's I would like to find someone to interview about this. Mm-hmm. You do that. I will try. Mm-hmm. I look forward to 
all these nice people, meeting them again, some mm-hmm. of them maybe, mm-hmm. uh, some that we already have interviewed, mm-hmm. uh, and of course new people. There is so much more to do all the time. Mm. So much. Yeah. Sometimes, more. sometimes we get the question: Don't you ever run out of topics? Mm-hmm. And do we? <laughs> it doesn't look like it. <laughs> no, no, no. It always comes something new, mm. and new people, new, new people, horses, new new research, new, yeah, and new questions. Yeah. And if we ever run out of of topics, we just have to go into Facebook or to some 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 discussion group uh, and have a look because horses are often discussed. Yeah, in different discussion groups, and it's so interesting to see these questions, and it's even more interesting to take this question to someone who knows, mm. who have experience in this field, mm. or who have done research on this, mm. or yeah, you know, to to and bring them back to this forum and to this discussion group, and give the give an one answer at yeah. least, mm, yeah. one view of, of yeah. the question. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And sometimes we do the same interview with different yeah, trainers mm, and different mm, people to get more than one view mm, yeah. uh, because there is more than one truth mm. most of the time of mm, mm. different views mm. different topics mm. so the the nearest future for the Icelandic Horse podcast what is coming up christmas calendar christmas calendar coming yeah. up yeah yeah we will try to do this this year as well mm-hmm. uh, it's coming up and we have uh, a lot of interesting interviews from Iceland mm-hmm. uh, that is not published yet that's mm-hmm. coming up also mm-hmm. and uh, and next year is world championship year again yeah mm-hmm. in, in Berlin yeah. yeah see if we can go there yeah so we have no no intention of stopping. No way. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to continue asking questions mm-hmm. and yeah. delivering the answers to you. It would be uh, exciting to go uh, maybe Denmark and Germany mm-hmm. uh, and uh, do some interviews. Mm-hmm. Yes, because we, because mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I know that the Icelandic horse is very big in Germany. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know much about it, mm. and see how how they are doing mm. there. Mm. So far, we've we've been mostly in, in Sweden and Iceland and Iceland. Yeah. Mm. So we hope to expand to perhaps Germany and Denmark and Norway. Mm. It will be exciting to see mm. what they do. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Just stay tuned, and you will hear what we have to say. Yeah, and if you're interested in a special topic and want us to do a special interview, uh, you're welcome to contact us. Mm-hmm. And, and you can contact us via Facebook mm-hmm. on our Swedish name, Islands Hast Podden. Mm-hmm. Or contact information is on our website also, www.islandshastpodden.se. Mm-hmm. And the Iceland Islands has Podden website is also in English now, so you can just uh, look, click English language mm-hmm. up in the right corner, so yeah. you will find an English version of the website as well. Mm-hmm.
And if you want to be one of our partners mm-hmm. and help us finance the job that we do, you're most welcome to contact us also. We really hope that you will find our podcast interesting. And thank you so much for listening.